Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come to you, to talk to you, to hear from you, and to be with you. Just being in your presence, basking in that radiance, fills us up. And it is your presence that brings transformation in us, Father. We thank you that you call us to you every morning. You call each one of us by name and invite us to come. There are many that do not have this opportunity to spend time with you. We thank you, Father, that we are able to start our day in your presence. To acknowledge you at the start of it all. To bring to you all our challenges, everything that we will go through this day. Everything that we have planned for this day. Things that are in our control and things that are beyond as well. Things that look easy, Father, we bring them and surrender them to you too. We ask for your direction. We ask of you to direct our thoughts, our path, our words, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. That you have plans for us that you have this under control. And through your wisdom, you reveal to us what is the best way to go through this day. We lean not on our own understanding. And as we are here with you, Father, we thank you that you fill us with your peace and your joy. That despite some of these looking like they might be a cause for worry for us, we look not to that surrounding conditions but we keep our eyes stayed focused on you we keep our, our attention still our gaze fixed on you and this peace and joy that transcends all understanding is what inspires our faith that we are able to speak with our eyes stayed on you. And we speak what we see, what we want to see, what we see in the spirit, not what we see in the atmosphere around us. Knowing that what we have spoken in faith, when we release it as our prayer, it must come to pass. And Father, that same peace we want to share with our brothers and our sisters, all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family, all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with those that are called by your name, Christians, but have not yet had that personal encounter with you to recognize you and to know you in a personal way, to build that personal relationship with you. And with all those that have willfully chosen to walk away from you, that have chosen darkness over you, Today we shall reflect on that same light that you give when you are doing a new thing. As we begin this prayer, we call on your name, the name of our God, our maker, our creator, 
the name of our Father, the one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. He is the one who is the rock of ages, the rabbi for all generations, teaching us through your prophets where your word, your will is revealed to us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who came to show us to provide that template of how our life should look like. That we can be of this world and yet not conform to its ways. To sin. He showed us how to fight the devil. He showed us how to live a life of abundance. And in his short three-year ministry, he brought about our freedom. By teaching us your word and your will and then paying that ultimate sacrifice in atonement through his own blood that we might be made free. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through revelation within us as the incorruptible seed that helps transform that area of our life irreversibly once and for all into a new form which is incorruptible. All the old must pass away and everything be made new. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of resurrection, who also gives life to our mortal body, that we shall no longer be limited, but we shall walk under an open heaven. We shall walk in the spirit. It is he who heals our backsliding, who convicts us, never willing to condemn, but always patiently waiting to pull us out of the pit every time we fall. It is through him that you let your mercy reach us. It is through him that you provide grace, Father. It is through him that you strengthen us. Where he has made his tabernacle within our body. It is through him that we are able to overcome. Our counselor, our advisor, our teacher, and our advocate. Here with us, always, never to leave us. We thank you, Father, for the gift of yourself, your son, your spirit. You gave everything for us. You provided angels, destiny helpers. You offer your protection. You offer your book, your law. So that when we walk by it with an understanding, that law, which was meant to judge us, now becomes our hedge of protection. And Satan can do nothing about it. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. So that though we are weak and made lower than angels, yet we are strong when it comes to speaking your word and we hold on to our faith. We are made strong by your spirit, not by our might. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and the gift of prayer. 
and you teach us to speak your scriptures so that when we confess them boldly in faith, every word that is written in there and spoken must come to pass. For you guarantee it by your own name. You have raised your word above your name and heaven and earth shall pass away, but this word shall not pass, but must be fulfilled. Every alphabet written in that word must be fulfilled. We thank you, Father. This morning as we pray, we look at light that is mentioned in many places in the Bible. In Genesis 1 verse 3, on the first day of creation, God said, let there be light. And there was light. But we see in verses 14 and 15 that he created the sun, the moon and the stars to give light. He created them on the fourth day of creation. So what is the light that he created on day one? We reflect on this light today. And let's keep that scripture there and now compare it with the messianic prophecy that we see in Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 5. Where it says, Arise, shine, your light, for your light has come. I shall read this now from the Amplified Version. Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory and brilliance of the Lord. For your light has come. And the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. For in fact, darkness will cover the earth. And deep darkness will cover the peoples. Now this is an exact reflection of what is mentioned in Genesis 1 verse 2. But the Lord will rise upon you, Jerusalem, and his glory and brilliance will be seen on you. Genesis 1 verse 2 talks about that glory and brilliance in the form of the Holy Spirit hovering over the waters, over the people. Nations will come to your light, the brilliance and glory of God and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes around you and see, they all gather together, they come to you. Your sons will come from far away and your daughters will be looked after at their side. Then you will see and be radiant. And your heart will tremble with joy and rejoice. This is what his light does. So it says, arise, shine. Your light has come. Now this light is described by John. In John 1 verses 4 and 5 where he says, in him that is in Jesus. The word was life and the power to bestow life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it. 
and is unreceptive to it. So the coming of Jesus brought light and with light life, just as we saw in Genesis. First light and then life. Revelations 21 verse 23 says, And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it. For the glory of God gives it light and its lamp is the lamb. The city of God is his people. So when his radiance gives them light, the light that was created on day one, they do not need the sun and the moon and the stars that were created on day four. He's talking about the spirit being illuminated. This settles the mystery of Genesis of day one and day four. Next, we see the wise men We celebrated Epiphany yesterday. We see the wise men looked upon the star. They saw the light and followed it to the source of light. And often we, we, we use that in, in idioms as well when we speak. When we say we come to our senses, it is often referred to as we see the light, the light at the end of the tunnel. And it takes discernment to recognize this light. So what is this light that the Bible talks about then? Let's take a look at some of its forms. Those who see the light and draw near to it are called wise, just like the Magi who visited baby Jesus. So wisdom is a form of light. And with it goes understanding as we see in Psalms 119 verses 130. The second one, knowledge is also a form of light. The Bible says in John 8 verse 32, you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Truth is the eternal information from God, that which is unchangeable. His knowledge that he makes available to us. That knowledge is a form of light. The third one we see in John 11 verse 10, where it says, if a man walk in the night, he stumbles. Now this was Jesus teaching the disciples. If a man walks in the night, he stumbles because there is no light in him. Jesus compares light and darkness. In light, we can see clearly, but they who stumble, stumble in the night, in darkness. So when things go wrong, it is for us to know that if we are stumbling, then there is some knowledge that is missing. When we know it, then the way ahead becomes clear. The problem becomes an opportunity. Till then, it will stay a problem until we see the light. Until we know. And hence Romans 12 verse 2 says, Renew your mind to see things from a new angle. So that you do not conform to the ways that are ways of failure. 
but you'll be transformed by renewing your mind based on the word of God. That transformation is light. And when your transformation takes place, what do you do with it? Matthew 5 verse 15 explains to us where it says, people do not light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it up on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. That is our job. The job of the believer, those that are filled with his light, to share it, to put it up in a way that it is shared to everyone that are in, that are in the house of God. So light is life, light is wisdom, light is understanding, light is transformation, light is renewal. Light is a mechanism for God to communicate his will to us. Light is in Jesus, in the word. In John 8 verse 12, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. That is, whoever walks my walk will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. How do we apply this in our lives? Matthew 5 verse 16 says, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So light produces good works, wisdom, understanding, Knowledge transformation results in good works that are worthy of commendation. While darkness produces evil works, and this is seen in John 3 verses 19 and 20. That is the darkness of ignorance, the darkness of lies, false knowledge, which is not truth, which is not eternal. A fabricated Alternative reality. Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, At one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. That is Paul teaching us to walk in the light of the knowledge and information and teaching that is available to us through the word, through the Bible. And this is why reading the Bible becomes important. And yet most of us ignore it to our own peril without even realizing that we suffer in our life and struggle because we are not made aware of where those solutions, those answers lie simply because we did not read it. Matthew 4 verse 16 confirmed this when it said, the people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region of the shadow of death, when you talk about the region of the shadow of death, we remember Psalm 23. On them a light has dawned, the light of our shepherd, Jesus. Psalms 1, verses 1 to 3, talks about the effect that this light has on the people that it illuminates. When it says, Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, 
following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers or ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, in the light that is made available through it, in the understanding, the knowledge, the wisdom, the guidance, the teaching that is provided in it. And on his law, his precepts, his teachings, he habitually meditates day and night. And then verse 3 says, And he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. That is the effect of that light. So the next time the Bible speaks of light, we ought to look at it more closely and examine what is it that, it, that the Lord is trying to say there? What is it that he is trying to teach us? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each gain that understanding. We ask, Lord, for your light, for your wisdom, for understanding, for transformation through your quickening, for renewal of mind through your word. That when we look at our own lives, when we look at what is set before us, we are able to see it with a new understanding. When we feel limited in ways to manage our own affairs, our situations before us, when things don't seem to be working out, help us turn towards your light. Help us turn towards your word. What does the word of God say about that situation in my life? And where is the light? Where is the revelation for me in it? So that when you quicken us there, when we have acknowledged you at the start and you quicken us, you provide a solution from the archives of the Father. You provide an answer to the prayer request, the petition that we make, to the prayer point that we raise. It is you, O Holy Spirit, who are there. The one authorized to search the mind of the Father and bring to us that resource that will help us overcome. We ask for that quickening this day, Lord. As we raise all our challenges of today before you, we ask for that quickening today, your anointing that will touch us, so that when your anointing touches us, it's your light that shines upon us. We are no longer held in darkness, feeling vulnerable, feeling like we might stumble any moment. But we are now shifted into a position of light and we are able to look at that same situation of darkness very clearly as noonday and navigate ourselves out of it. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord, as we renew our mind, standing on your word. We also pray for our physical and temporal needs those of our prayer group, every request that has been mentioned on this prayer group. 
We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized, those that are battling life-threatening circumstances. We pray for all families as well, especially those that are undergoing separation. We cover them by your precious blood, Jesus. We also cover every family, every member of every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group by your precious blood, Lord, knowing what it can do. Knowing that in it is life, in it is victory, in it is freedom, and in it is protection, in it is rejuvenation. The power of the blood, as we have learned through the powerful teachings of Sister Shanini. We claim it in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including addiction, all kinds of anxiety, depression, mental disorders, fits of rage, anything that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground, poverty, joblessness, busyness, of not having time to dedicate to God so that they can stay prayerless. We come against all of those strongholds in the mighty name of Jesus. And under the authority that he, the king of kings, has given us. We declare every such chain, every such yoke around the ones that we are praying for. We declare those yoke broken in the name of Jesus. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So Father, we ask of your anointing to touch these lives today. For it is your anointing that destroys the yoke. The burden is taken off their shoulder and the yoke of their neck. And they are set free in the name of Jesus. This is our declaration. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. And in a special way for all those members of our families and friends, all our dear ones that have not yet received their light, that have not yet been quickened in the spirit, that have not yet encountered Jesus in a way that brings transformation. Quicken them, O Lord, and they shall call on your name. And we know in our hearts, your truth says, that everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered shall be set free from all bondage. We ask for that freedom, for your presence that brings that freedom to touch their lives today. We also take a moment to raise our own personal intentions. Father, we thank you that as we raise our petitions to you with faith and in the spirit, you always hear us and you have heard us this time as well. And when we make this a prayer of agreement and release it from our heart in the spirit, that prayer is an answered prayer and can only come back with manifestation. The word that we have spoken shall not pass but accomplish that which it is sent to accomplish in the name of Jesus. 
But now I encourage everyone that can pray in the spirit to unmute their mics and join in as we make this a prayer in the spirit, a prayer of agreement and release it in faith. Knowing also that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us and he prays with us in this prayer of agreement. All those that are praying for the gift of tongues, I encourage you to please unmute and take that step in faith. Unmute and start speaking and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. He wants to give you that gift. But we must release our faith for that gift to be manifest in our life. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Santa Baba Yadala Raskatala Rambara Dinderestola Rasidarekateraste. Santa Hilaka Branjala Randila Raskatarebalada Bayan. Shandiba Papiala. Dilambara Satarekan Doras Delianjara Satakayan Delerester. Rasafala Rajela Ratakatayadalandere Santa
Sala <laughs> 
برانجاران the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen, Lord. Amen. In our encounter with the Lord this morning, I felt a really, really strong presence of the Lord with us. The words spoken was, come abide in me, your Lord. I am the light. Do not be afraid or worry. I am with you always, my people. The scripture I've been given is 1 John 1. Five to seven. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not live according to the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I can confirm that strong presence of the Lord in this meeting. It was like his presence hovering over everyone as we prayed. And the verses that are put on my heart are from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, where it is written, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 4, 20 to 27, the New Century Bible. My child, pay attention to my words. Listen closely to what I say. Don't ever forget my words. Keep them always in mind. They are the key to life for those who find them. They bring health to the whole body. Be careful what you think, because your thoughts run your life. Don't use your mouth to tell lies. Don't ever say things that are not true. Keep your eyes focused on what is right, and look straight ahead to what is good. Be careful what you do, and always do what is right. Don't turn off the road of goodness. Keep away from evil paths. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence here with us this morning. We carry that presence with us through this day. We open the ears and the eyes of our heart to see and hear everything that you want to tell us through this day. And we ask for that grace of obedience to follow what you are telling us even though we may not understand it at times, but trusting you, Lord, that yours are the words of life and in that word is the answer to the question mark that lies before us. We thank you, Lord. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and this favor that comes out of his jealous and everlasting love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us, sharing our testimony and carrying the gospel in the name and for the glory of Jesus. We blessed and have a wonderful Monday, everyone. Thank you, Thank brother. You, Russell. Thank you, everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Bye, Russell. Bye, everyone.